and ghouls uh-huh. it yeah. is all about the glenjamins today <laughs> welcome uh-huh. to yeah. another fucking mini zone of halloween is forever i'm brian i'm meg i'm steve and you did this steve yes you, you fucker <laughs> you did it you fucker yes um he immediately we... got on and was like this is a terrible movie i'm like yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Truth. We are. Um, we have been submitted to. I would go as far as to say the cruelest uh, of uh, uh, of revenge films in the in the. You know, pretty much we're wrapping up year one of the podcast. I can't imagine. Brian, I'm going to take a step back and say I don't. I don't think this is actually the worst of them. What's worse than this? I mean, yeah. uninvited. Oh fuck off! Nah, Uninvited was a hundred times better. <laughs> no, I this. I actually like kind of laughed through this movie, you know. <laughs> so I had a little bit of fun with it. Meg, don't yeah. steal my thunder. This uh, this hurts me as well. You're yeah. telling Brian's the worst. You're telling me that I didn't pick the worst. That I didn't. I didn't do my due diligence. You know, what? <laughs> I'm here to ruin people's day and chew bubble gum, and I'm yeah. all out of bubble gum. Well, so guys, we're burying the lead here. We're talking about uh, the directorial debut of one Mr. Glenjamin Danzig and his <laughs> holy piece of shit, Veronica, from 2019, 2020? That's what it says, 2019. You know what sucks is how new it is. You know what I mean? It sucks <laughs> that it's that yeah, new. I, you know what I think sucks worse? <laughs> that it exists. Um, I thought this movie was, yes, there was a couple of parts that were like, oh boy, that's so fucking bad. It's like kind of makes you like smirk or perhaps a light chuckle. But aside from, you know, n- nipple eyes, there was nothing fucking funny about this movie. It just was a slog, an absolute piece of shit, inept in every imaginable way. I am convinced. Nothing funny? There's a lot of funny in this There's movie. A lot of funny. It's funny. I... It's not like, haha, that's funny. A cat came out of another cat's mouth. It's like, what the flying fuck did they think they were doing with this funny? I almost thought it was just going to be like horror porn. And I was like, I'm not watching this on Pornhub right now. But it's not it's not funny like suburban Sasquatch funny. No. It's like I couldn't stop thinking of Glenn Danzig's stupid face. Like just <laughs> just like grinning to himself going like, oh, man, I'm making Guys, a so good, good movie. Yeah. Like I'm mad that he thought this was good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I love it because he thought it was good. This yeah. this movie answers the question: What if Clive Barker was also the low IQ mechanic who's always touching himself and like talking about pussy? <laughs> what if Clive Barker was Glenn Danzig? Um, yeah. So if you don't know who Glenn Danzig is, uh, very low low likelihood that that's the case. But if you do not, um. 
Listen, I I was a diehard Misfits fan back in the day. In my in my my skateboarding days, especially as a as a young impressionable teen, I loved me some. Yeah, Misfits. but you were probably I still a Michael love Graves Misfits. fan. Misfits, you know no, what I mean? No, no, I oh, was, you weren't. No, I okay. Was, very anti Michael Graves. Wow. Ooh, also, wow. Michael Graves. Uh, I don't know if you guys are aware. Is like a super hardcore alt right country singer now. Oh uh, no, that's news. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did he, he go uh, full alt right? Because he was like strong libertarian for a long time, and then because like I'm, most of the guys in the Misfits, like the uh, the Only Brothers, are also pretty libertarian as well. Yeah. I mean the whole the whole band. Listen. I have this has been established in the past. I'm pretty sure to, to answer your first question. I'm pretty sure Michael Graves went full alt right. He doesn't go by Michael Graves anymore. I don't think so. Could, think because that's obviously not his real name. Um, his name's Mike, and then he just has an American flag as his last name. Yeah, his last his last name is his name is Michael. Don't tread on me. Ah. American flag. <laughs> it's me, his Michael name, Gadsden. His, his name is Michael. Don't step on snack. <laughs> I'm gonna try. Um, I'm gonna see how many Misfits lyrics I can work into this episode. Yeah, mm. I used to know. I mean, I, I still listen to the Misfits. Specifically, like I said, Danziger Misfits. Like I do have an appreciation for them. I'm sure the reason why I really loved them at the time was because when I first started playing guitar, I picked up a guitar for the first time and could immediately play every misfit song because they're the most simplistic horrible oh, yeah. uh mm-hmm. musically uh songs ever um but yeah so glenn danzig was the uh the uh, the uh, original singer and you know front man and and really you know along with uh uh doyle and jerry only the uh the long time you know that was the lineup they always had rotating drummers they had robo they had these guys you know rotating drummers but he was the front man for the misfits forever and then he started you know sam hain and danzig you know just danzig and danzig 666 and <laughs> danzig uh i don't know there's like nine different incarnations of of his his various bands but between the misfits and sam hain i definitely got down with them and i do to a certain extent still enjoy me some glenn danzig but he is um, known to be an absolute insufferable douchebag, yeah. <laughs> um, as pretty most of the band. Uh, He's the embodiment of what an ego looks like. Like if you were yeah. to put it in a body form, like he would be that. Yes, because he's like so. He's this this short little like muscly. Uh, you know, Italian kid from New Jersey. Uh, they all are. Um, and uh, but but he's short, so he really acts out. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, he, like he's the perf- he's the personification of Gothic Napoleon complex. Yes, very much so. Very much so. Um, it's not a vibe I would actually. Um, you know, I would wear. You know, I'm definitely into this like Western Goth thing, but you know, yeah, Napoleon Goth. No, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He uh, so it, listen. I, I think a lot of I think a lot of folks who are you know f- punk genre fans uh, probably have a, a complex relationship with Glenn Danzig, or he has become uh, somewhat of a of, of a meme in a lot of ways as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we pretty regularly quote his lines from when he was Aquatine Hunger Force, you know that sort of thing. <laughs> he's kind of his own. He's kind of his own walking meme at this point. But this is his first directorial debut. Uh, once again, the movie is called Verotica. It is. Uh, I mean, I have to describe it as an anthology film because it was intended to be an anthology film. But at least one, if not two, of the um, segments in the anthology aren't. St- 
aren't stories like there's no story to it at all like the script and the dialogue and almost every aspect of it we'll go through it a little more detail (laughs) in my eyes are beyond inept (laughs) Like no, and that's and that's what I'm saying. This is like horror porn. It's like they walk in and be like, "Ooh, you're a scary man." Mm. <laughs> well, this like, is the thing is like, it fe- you know, it felt so just like forced. And I, I yeah, yeah I, I'm with you. I use this phrase with suburban Sasquatch, and I'll use it again. Uh-huh. Every frame a mistake. <laughs> yeah, it really is. He also did this thing in, in this one where he was trying to be like. It really had so many. Um, uh, uh, so many like similarities with um, what's the fucking other one you made us watch, Steve? Where Cradle the musician made fear. a movie, Cradle of Fear, uh, with fucking Danny Filth or whatever his name is. Um, it felt like that in a little, a little bit too. Yeah, that movie um, looks okay, like fucking so creep show next to this. I know. Yeah, <laughs> Moral so this of the is story like... is that musicians need to stop making movies. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen uh, uh, Dave Grohl's new horror movie or whatever. Yeah, I, I need to watch that yeah. too. But uh, yeah, this, if this is any indication, um, we're, we're in for a treat. It is, um, he definitely was trying to go for this kind of edgelord. Like, I think it even was described as like an erotic horror anthology. And like this movie was one of the least erotic movies I've ever like <laughs> it, it, it was attempting to be erotic but as far as being like actually you know sexy in any manner or, or form it is right about on par with like the land before time in terms of how horny it made me um, it really and truly was not erotic I mean it had erotic themes right let's put it that way but it couldn't have been less sexual to me like it just was a cringe fest from yeah. beginning dead yeah oh, that's sorry again. i had to get that off my chest mm. guys i'm sorry i just i just i like my you microphone is covered in spit because i just like <laughs> had to erupt my hatred for this movie <laughs> as soon as i got on on the mic here um before we do that guys let's talk about beers do we have some beers i have a beer i'm pouring it right now well then go for it okay um, I am pouring, and again, I, I actually alluded to this before we uh, got on the uh, on the mics here. I'm fairly sure this is old. I don't know who. I did not purchase this beer. It showed up in my beer fridge. It is called Square Dancing. It is a dark cream ale, aka Kentucky Common, uh, from Necromancer Brewing here in uh, beautiful Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, it's an interesting marketing tactic to just show up at someone's house and put a beer in their fridge. I know it's mysterious um, at, at the very least. I'm not sure who brought it over. I, I'm pretty sure it's it doesn't have a code date on it, but it says Resurrection Number One, which makes me feel this is their first batch and they've been uh, open for like a year at least now. I think so. This may be a little bit old, but yeah, I don't remember that beer coming back, but I remember it coming out around the same time as Monday's Brewing putting out their mm. Kentucky Common. Yeah, and like I had that one. But yeah, so if it came out at that same time, the, that's old. <laughs> this is a disaster. And I don't think it's the beer's fault. I don't think it's the beer's fault. Uh, I think it's just very, very old. And I saw it in there, and I have a couple other Necromancer beers in there. So I grabbed it, thinking it was something else, got it up here to the old Cryptor Kel. 
looked at it, was like, oh, this isn't the beer I thought it was. Somebody must have left this in my house. And then I looked at the batch number and I was like, okay, this is very old. And it is, in fact, fucking disgusting. But I think that's because it's like 18 months old. So not necessarily <laughs> the, uh, not necessarily the, any indication of quality of the beer. It's just fucking old. So no, I've had, uh, I've had some very good beers from them. Mm-hmm, but they yeah, were all within like time. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is uh, ancient and that's my fault. And you know what? It really, in a lot of ways, is indicative of my entire experience with this movie as well. I just, I really hated it from beginning to end. And I felt bad about myself for, for like submitting myself to it. Although Steve is ultimately responsible. Yes, good, <laughs> good. You uh, got one me. of us. <laughs> this is really the first movie I feel like, maybe with the exception of uh, of uh, uh, Cradle of, of Fear, that it felt like a punishment to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. It really felt it. I felt <laughs> it deep in my loins. Um, all right, what are you guys drinking? May I uh, rule for a thousand years of darkness? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God. I never want you to win again. But I mean, I I told him when I got on, I was like, I, again, had fun with it. I I knew it was going to be bad. I knew it. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I, what I'm going to do though is tell people that it's really good and get people to watch it, Mm -hmm. but not have them listen to this episode and then, then laugh behind their back. That's my plan. That's how you, like you plan to use this movie to end friendships. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's gotcha. called a bridge burner. Yeah, yeah. It really is. It's yeah. yeah, that's that's a good that's a that's a good category for this motherfucker <laughs> to fall into. Yeah, I I'm up at my parents' house in New York right now, so I actually picked up Elkaville Brewing Company's Mo Master. It's a summer mm. hoppy IPA, which it's interesting because when I worked for Southern Tier and Elkaville contracted, it was more of like literally they wanted to call it a lawnmower beer and it was like much lighter, but mm-hmm. I think if they're calling this some sort of IPA, it is the lightest um, flavorful wise uh, flavor wise IPA I've ever had, which it's not a bad thing. It's nice. Mm. Actually, I'm mm. thoroughly enjoying it. Is it one of those things where they just like had a like a like a culture of Blondale with American hops and they were like, I bet if we call it an IPA, sales will go up 40 <laughs> percent. And then they just did that. Probably. It's I like also Sierra- like that they put like warm weather beer on it like it's a category. And I wouldn't mind that being a category for some mm-hmm. I like that. I mean, I like uh, I like occasion more than, yeah, just calling every single thing an IPA. There's a, um, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the most obvious story that I think is when Cele- Sierra Nevada Celebration, it used to just be called Celebration Ale. Then they mm-hmm. took, changed it to Celebration, like winter, or no, wet. Or fresh hop IPA, right? And all of a sudden, it just like experienced this big resurgence. Not that it ever went anywhere, but I feel like people, you know, immediately started paying way more attention to it the second you call it an IPA. Mm-hmm. So I, I've taken to just anything that I do, just calling it an IPA. <laughs> well, I mean, like you see I in the market like now, hop. like you've seen yeah. all those like milkshake IPAs. I'm like, those are not IPAs. Yeah, I, I like to like if I have a really important email that I'm sending, like I'll click the high importance thing, but I'll also just put in the like in the heading, this is an IPA, right? And then people pay more attention to it. Sure, like yeah. I mean, next time you make uh, sloppy joes, just be yeah. like, hey kids, hot hot sloppy joe IPA is ready, and then your kids <laughs> will be, like, be like, oh fuck, Ooh. IPA. 
They're going to be like, here's twenty three ninety nine. Brian, yeah. I think you need to write a business book at this point. Yeah. I think because I would yeah, definitely yeah. take that advice and try it, and it would probably work. Yeah, I like. I I actually already started it. The book is entitled <laughs> Business. Business. But it's B I Z N A Z, like yeah, business. Business. <laughs> business. It's just me on a boat, like that meme, like flying on a speed <laughs> speed boat, holding up a briefcase. It's called business. <laughs> Uh, fuck. But then at that uh, point you have to yeah. put it. It has to be business IPA. Yeah. yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. IPA. Yeah. yeah. Oh my. <laughs> this is my business IPA, and people are like, oh shit, IPA. <laughs> that is obnoxious. My business IPA. It's just a book. <laughs> and then when my you favorite... write the follow up, you add fresh IPA to it. Yeah. I think you should oh, bring yeah, that yeah, idea yeah. to Sly Fox. Yeah, I will. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. But I'll collaborate just have like a... with like um, some sort of like other entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like ja Rule. Like Jay Z. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jay Z. Yeah, I like actually Ja Rule better, ja better for this. I think Ja Rule for some reason. He's. You know, You're he's, like, who's the best <laughs> businessman I know? Ja Rule. Yeah. Yeah, I Brian. About, okay. I just thought about Firefest. That's how I just immediately went to Firefest in see, my brain. See, that's the thing. He's got a lot of baggage to him. So I think you need to reach out to somebody we haven't heard from in a while, like Chameleonaire. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about the fucking guy. <laughs> see what he's up to. See what Birdman's doing, you know, Hell or yeah. something like that. Hell yeah. Um, uh, what do you got, Steve? I see a picture behind you. Yes, I changed. I changed my background to reflect my because it always doesn't show up on the uh, webcam. But I'm just mm-hmm. so I'm just so curious what your background actually looks like. It's just a fucking shitty, boring office with, like, uh, white walls. <laughs> okay, whatever. It's not They're padded. Cool. That's why you don't want us to see it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I don't want people to see how I live. <laughs> it's just scrawlings and feces and blood all over the wall. No dude. It's his it's murder all... room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You've got a murder room? <laughs> it's, it's my angry room. <laughs> Charlie's angry room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm drinking the 11th hour smoked Hellas. Ooh. Yeah, and, I had uh, that on the beer barge. Yeah, uh, I, nice. I, I said it last week on Hop Nation USA, but this beer fucks. Yeah, I gotta cool. get me some. I I, uh, I texted uh, Justin Eleventh Hour uh, very angrily and said, "You fucking guys made a smoke tell us you literally didn't even text me. Like you didn't text me, you didn't say anything, <laughs> you didn't send a letter, didn't do anything." Um, I like so, how I like how you perceive that they're like they. It's they a care. slight. Yeah. 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 He knows that i like smoked beers <laughs> keep me in the loop um, you'll, no, you'll like this one get some. i think yeah. it's a i think it's a little harsher on the smoke than the uh the schlencarlo one the schlencarlo mm-hmm. hellas mm-hmm. like but like it has like a nice bacony nose to it but it's pretty just smoky and then you know a, a nice snappy beer so. Ooh, little crispy, little crispy. Yeah, I need to go get some of those. I do love that people are making smoke tellus again this year. It wasn't a one-hit wonder. We're coming back with it. I saw uh, 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 Notch made theirs again, which I still have to order. <sighs> and I'm. If you do here. put in an order, hit me up. Yeah, I'll let you know. I, I I do need to do that. I've been meaning to do that for a while. Um. All right. So we've got through beers. Is the way. So what we're gonna do some little different for for what is uh, essentially going to be our one year anniversary episode believe it or not we've been doing this some bitch for a year um and 
what we're going to do is we have keeping keep, we have keeping we have kepted we have keepited track <laughs> of all of the um, the the showdown topics that the wheel selected for us but did not win. So we didn't throw those back into the uh, uh, into the uh, the mix because we didn't want the same ones to keep coming up on the wheel. But we we did keep them on a separate list. So each one of us are going to pick a topic that came up on the wheel but did not get selected for one of our monthly showdown episodes. And then we're going to put those three out there to a vote. So one of those threes, one of those threes is I can't fucking talk today. One of those three are going to um, be our one year anniversary episode and then once we kind of kick off the new year we'll introduce those other ones back into the mix and give them a fair shot on the good old wheel of wheels so uh that being said uh yeah meg of of the topics that were up for a vote but did not win in 20 well i guess it was 2021 uh into the early part of 2022 in our first year which is the one you want to do so when I was in high school, I stayed in every night. Again, going to add miss its lyrics to everything I can today. Um, <laughs> but I literally did a hand of friends. I was like, just a loser. It's fine. Um, but like part of my resurgence of getting into horror was like watching on USA Chucky. Like, well, specifically the Bride mm-hmm. of Chucky when I was in high school and stuff like that. So I'm mm-hmm. going to go with the Chucky franchise. We're going to choose films from that. Or that's my child's play chucky bride of all of the all things chucky and child's play is on the board gotcha gotcha steve what are you thinking i'm going to go with monsters of the deep i think that's such a wide breadth of Mm -hmm. films like Mm -hmm. and you know it's it's summertime and people like going swimming and you know what's more terrorize yeah i was here to terrorize everyone What's There's worse so than getting fish. attacked by something from the deep? <laughs> yeah. Why you sleep? Why you swimming? <laughs> Whether it's a shark mm-hmm. or a squid or a damn humanoid or a shark to puss <laughs> or a shark to puss or a sharknado <laughs> or uh, or uh, or Santa Jaws. All I'm saying is there's lots of things in the water that can fuck you up. I like that one. I am going to go maybe no surprise here. There were some very Halloween centric uh, topics, which I think I would like to wait until, you know, we get a little tiny bit closer to spooky season. But one that uh, I uh, was rooting heavily for when it popped up quite a while back uh, is big top horror guys. I'm talking clown shit, circuses, carnivals, anything that touches that world. Um you know, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm going hard trying to get uh, trying to discuss killer clouds from outer space. Right. It's a fucking bomb. Um, <laughs> D- I'm, does, I'm, I'm not hiding what I'm trying to accomplish here. Right. Is, is uh, like, are things like Terrifier on? Because, I mean, it's I just so. a clown, but like it's mostly warehouses and shit. True. But like I, I would think her- Terrifier. I mean, the one image you think of with Terrifier is Art the Clown, right? Mm-hmm. Big top horror. He's a damn clown. I okay. mean, I think that's pretty safe to say. So I guess my one question too, um, with your topic is because I think it's like a good idea. Just like anything that's kind of like clown oriented, even if it's not necessarily in a circus, though, I'm sure there's good ones there. Mm-hmm. Um, killer clowns from outer space. Are you going to try to stay away from that just because it has more of a space vibe? Or is that still on the table? Nope. I mean, it is very, I mean, literally I mean, their is, damn spaceship is. is a big right. top 10. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. I'm going, yeah, I'm going <laughs> for that one. I would say something like, 
well, I just said humanoids from the deep. There is a probably the most memorable scene or one of the two or three most memorable scenes in that does take like does happen at a at a fair or a carnival. Mm -hmm. Um, So but probably would be a stretch or uh, uh, let's see here. Um, What's another example? Because Lost Boys. Yeah, because like the threat isn't associated with carnivals. Correct. Like if you if you can find a movie that's like called Ringmaster, and he's mm. you know you know, whipping people and trying to shoe them with chairs or whatever, like yeah, yeah I don't know, <laughs> but <laughs> you know million that, dollar idea. Yeah, yeah, but just having vampires in a circus isn't the best. Although unless... Vampire Circus is a <laughs> is in fact a movie, right? So <laughs> and then Are they saw in cages or something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I know Vampire Circus is a movie. Uh, it's an old one, and I'm pretty sure they are like vampires in a traveling carnival. So that <laughs> mm. feels appropriate. What, but what about what about Kiss fights the va- the Phantom of the Park? <laughs> yeah, see, that's a great example of one that probably is a bit of a stretch. Because I mean, they're uh, fucking clowns, but <laughs> I I know they are. I know that Kiss are technically clowns. Um. Yeah, so listen, if we need to get into the nitty-gritty of it, here 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 would be my my suggestion. If you got to think that hard about it, you're probably barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like, well, you know, in the background of that one scene in The Lost Boys, you do see a Ferris wheel on the boardwalk. <laughs> no, that's probably uh you're probably uh, a recipe for disaster. Um in any case, here's what we're going to have for, uh, and we'll see this here in the coming days on the social medias. If you haven't already and you do want to help us uh, vote on these things, once again, we're going to be voting on Big Top Horror, Child's Play slash Chucky Franchise, and Monsters from the Deep. Uh, follow us over on our social medias. Basically, uh, type in at Hall- or tape, you know, Halloween is Forever on you know Facebook or Twitter or TikTok or Instagram or whatever, and we'll pop up. But what we do is once a month, we pick these topics, then we give them to our uh, social media friends and listeners. They pick them, uh, you know, they vote on them and pick which one we are going to do. We each pick a movie that's associated with that topic. We argue about it. We vote on it. One person takes home the fucking belt for the month. Um, yeah, so that's kind of how it works. But in the, uh, you know, if you just want to see some spooky shit too, you know, on the internets, go ahead and and give us a follow as well. We very much appreciate it. Now, with all the fun stuff out of the way, let's get into this holy piece of fucking garbage. This movie sucks shit, Steve. Yeah. Would you like to introduce it? Would you like to talk about it? Yes. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about autourism. <laughs> and that is the, 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 the commonality that emerged in the 70s where you know, a lot of filmmakers, they stopped being beholden to studios per se and were allowed to explore the idea of being in control of everything. They were able to direct and write and edit and serve as their own cinematographers and Glenn Danzig is holding up that tradition that was introduced by Steven Spielberg and carried by Quentin Tarantino and Kevin Smith. You know, yeah, yeah. And, and Glenn Danzig carries that on into 2019, like yeah. in a world where we have so many Marvel Disney properties that are just like made by committee. Mm-hmm. Glenn Danzig dares to be the master <laughs> of his own ship. 
where eagles dare. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think yes. that he likes to listen. This is a singular image, uh, the singular, you know, viewpoint of Glenn Danzig. Yes. I will agree with you, but Glenn Danzig, Glenn is Danzig stupid. has stupid goggles on because he's a fucking moron and sucks at all these things. I mean, touching uh, on his Napoleon complex we talked about, I'm like, I would put money that he thinks he's better than all those guys. That you oh, I oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guarantee you. Yeah, he, like he Spielberg wondered... knew it. I got to know that. <laughs> so somebody commented on our Instagram that like they went to the premiere of this movie and he was surprised mm-hmm. everybody was laughing at the movie. Oh yeah. God! Which, which it, like, if you read the if you read the book by Greg Sesterno or uh, about the production of the Room, Tommy mm-hmm. Wiseau had the exact same reaction to the premiere of the Room. Yeah, like hmm. he didn't understand why people were laughing at it. And it's like because you made a bad movie, sir. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah and I and I have a I have a note about this in here. I forget who mentioned it, but yeah, they they basically said like. Uh, here, I'll, we'll get to it because it's in my notes here somewhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah, basically went to the premiere and he actually kind of admitted to the audience that he was surprised that people were laughing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. To, a little background to this, which was like, uh, I was surprised to kind of discover this is a comic book film. Hmm. Yeah, I, it's, I mean, I, it's part of his graphic. He's like yeah. a graphic novel series. Yeah. Or something, that right? honestly would probably makes like even more sense in a yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Since the 90s, he's been producing Verotic comics, mm-hmm. and and it's supposed to be a portmanteau of violent and erotic, yeah. which is yeah, not how it. that works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just put a V on front of erotic. That makes it violent erotic. Why don't yeah. you get it? <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, you ever hear of the Lost Books of the Bible? Uh, it kind of like reminds me of like people trying to name bands when they're in high school and they're like just trying way too hard to make it sound cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, then just put a number on the end. Right. Well, Danzig. Yeah. Danzig. <laughs> it's your screen name. <laughs> yeah. Danzig, Danzig's so stupid and full of himself, he just named his band Danzig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he's not yeah. good at any of this. So nah, no. the film is based on some of the comics that he made. And like all the comics are like comics that he's written and then somebody else puts art to the art actually isn't terrible in the comics. Like the art is. No, I Googled it. It looks yeah. pretty. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I, re- I read a couple of them um, mm-hmm. in preparation for this. Uh, all of the comics have the exact same problem as the film in that they're written by Glenn Danzig. And like he doesn't yeah. he doesn't know how to write a story. All of his characters are Mary Sue's. Mm-hmm. And that they have infinite power and they always win and there was like barely any conflict. Uh, yeah. it's, I mean, the last the last of these three, we'll get to it. There was no conflict. There, there, was, was, no, no there story, was no story. Nothing happened. He didn't write mm. shit Nothing for happened. that. He, yeah. he, the last one is basically vignettes of his interpretation of the Elizabeth Bathory myth. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. all it is. Mm-hmm. Do you think that he was like, listen, I can write one minute and 40 second punk songs i could probably write a movie <laughs> and then do you but think only like, anthologies the, like yeah 20 minute movies do you, do you think the first draft of his script was just like oh because <laughs> that's what 90 percent of misfits lyrics are right he, yeah. he 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 like wrote one good song in his entire life and it was bullet and then every other <laughs> song is just like pretty like they're simplistic 
you know. Listen, hybrid moments, that whole album rules. I'm not going to lie. I don't know how much of that he wrote the lyrics for. He, I think he was kind of the chief songwriter. Mm-hmm. Um, so listen, he read some, he, you know, in the, in the late seventies, early eighties, he did like eight good one minute and 30 seconds songs. Right. But I, and <laughs> and that's he's the thing, made like a 40 year career out of it, 50 year career out of it. He'll never be able to write a six minute Edmund Fitzgerald that tells the no. story. He can write, yeah. you got some fucking attitude. And that's about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, because that's what yeah. his dumb brain can do. Yeah. And it perfectly translates to these comic and this movie and that yeah. he doesn't know how to write anything like beyond well, what he did was he watched you... movies and then he just like wrote a couple lines that could have been in that movie yeah. like right. he just watched Astro Zombies and was like you know this is like uh this is like pretty fucking you know what I feel brutal, like, dude I this feel is like if I you think. look at his face though like it like your instant reaction to looking at his face would be that he doesn't have anything going on in his brain mm-hmm. like yeah. he's like got this like nice buff body and then he just like looks and you're just like I think you're, I think everything, there's nothing up there. You like, you, and that's where all the woes come from. You know, that was the yeah. story of the woe. <laughs> that's where the woes come yeah. from. <laughs> I'm fairly sure we are all going to be murdered by the like He's, he's just actually protected st- by the CIA or something. <laughs> he, he's going to just, he's, he's just going to put a bunch of, um, a bunch of like, uh, fucking voodoo dolls together. He, um, he is five foot two and I am six <laughs> foot six. I dare him to try. He's my height too. Oh my he's gosh. Very short. He's a very short gentleman. Yeah. Ooh, um, yeah, I could probably take him then. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen him live at Bonnaroo in the last 10 years. So yeah, I know exactly how big he is. <laughs> he played at Bonnaroo. But you didn't say yeah. if you think oh. I could take him. Like, oh, fight him. Oh, you could take like, him. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. You're younger than him. Like, you have you have speed <laughs> and agility. Agile. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I got agility. muscle, too. Mm-hmm. I'm a pretty strong bitch, you know? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you could definitely take him. I have no doubt this in that. This is devolved, Thanks, into, devolved Thanks, into, do you think you could beat up Glenn Danzig? <laughs> yeah. And, like, the answer is almost always yes. Like, unless it's, like, a child... <laughs> Yeah, like maybe maybe your kids would have trouble if they couldn't work together, Brian. But that's about it. <laughs> what about what about Glenn Danzig versus Danny Filth? Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't know. Is Danny Filth like? I don't think Danny he's Filth. Buff. He's not as buff, but he's younger. No. So mm. yeah. yeah, I could probably take. Yeah. I probably have a. I could probably arm wrestle Danny Filth. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. feels yeah. that feels and likely. He's very wafy. Yeah, he's yeah, a wafish dude. He, yeah, I, I only um, give I only give Danny Filth the edge in the fight with Danzig because Danny Filth is always wearing those gothic claws. So <laughs> that's gonna say, and also I feel like Danny Filth is the kind of guy who would bite you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually think underneath the gloves, he's actually has eels for fingers. Possible. So- <laughs> Possible. And I don't know how much of a soccer fan he is, you know, but he is yeah. British. So like there might That's just be true. some general hooliganism in him. So yeah, they'll stab you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, those Brits, they act like they act like they're all prim and proper. Uh uh-uh. uh no. they they go straight for stabbing, stabbing, biting, gouge your yeah. eyes. Like they they yeah. fight dirty. They don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're trash. Um, <laughs> they're trash. So let's get into the movie. <laughs> I think this is more fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun, but. I mean, British people are trash. I would beat Glenn Danzig's ass. It's just the shit talk episode. Yeah. yeah. We should have like a fuck Mary Kill episode with all of these movies. Glenn with the Danzig, movie themselves. It's Glenn, 
It's Glenn Danzig. It's Danny Filth. And who's the third for the for the fuck Mary Kill? Oh, um, mm. someone I would actually want to marry. Please. <laughs> I th- well, I mean, wait, which one of those do you want to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> You're um, like, well, of Glenn Danzig and <laughs> Danny Filth. Okay, who am I going to marry? Okay, I mean, it's I'm actually going to go with Danzig. Yeah. Because hmm. for as much of an ego, there has to be something else going on there. You know. You think so? I, bet I think it's so. Not. Um, I feel like Dan- <laughs> like at least. I mean, honestly, if you think about the two movies, they definitely both tried to go into like the erotic, you know, kind of dark eroticism. Yeah, I feel like and- it's that goth shit. You know, I think that's like the instant thought when you think of it. It's like with sexualization. You know, when yeah. it comes to goth. Right. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Cradle of Fear was a sexier movie. I know that's hard to say, but it kind of was. There was some some a little bit of sexy moments like when In, like when the women are kissing. Like mm. that's better. <laughs> well, here's the thing about Danzig's and this is why it made it very hard for any aspect of it to feel sexy at all is because almost all the women in the movie it felt like they were there against their will. Oh yeah. <laughs> but nobody the wanted to be there. Movie. They real. It felt like they were like they had been like human trafficked yeah. to there. Like that's what it felt like to me. Yeah. I it, literally thought when I saw some of them that they were porn stars. Like, and if a you, lot of them are. Steve, yeah, I was yeah, gonna say, Steve, you can probably confirm that. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I mean, you did the research. I didn't fucking look. You know, because of how much you love Eastern European porn. It's fucked up. It's fucked so up. Much. <laughs> Fine, take it however you want. That's how we do it. You know, Meg, you love ch- you love child's play. Steve, you love Eastern European porn. Like that's that's just who I, we. Please like, don't say child's play and that I like it. Yeah, yeah, like you love that child's ever play. again. Like that's your kink. Don't make me creepy right now. And Steve loves Eastern European porn. Like that's that's how it works. more normal. Uh, yeah. So I'll I'll yeah. say like you get you get the cast list up front in the credits. And like these credits are wild. They're all over the place. Like they last mm-hmm. for five minutes and they're talking about like Oh my god, that intro. The uh, music yeah, I like everything I'd rather have is my so terrible. eyes gouged out yeah. than watch that fucking intro again. Everything's fucking terrible in this movie. But the uh like the you get the list of credits and like I think the only one I recognized was Caden Cross. She's pretty well known as a, mm. an adult performer. And then, mm. like, you get a whole bunch of other names, and like, one of them is like Kansas Bowling. Like, I've Kansas nev- Bowling. That's yeah. not a real name. Yeah, that's her name. Like, I don't. Ugh, Boy. Never heard of that's it. That's her like, poor name. I think there's a lot of people in here that even like who don't use their real names, who are like adult performers or whatever, mm-hmm. that used an alias of their alias, like on top of their alias. Yeah. Yeah. Just to give themselves at least a couple degrees of separation from, you know, being in this piece of shit. Either either degrees of separation or it was their hope that they'll hit with that. Because there's another one. I think her name was Felicity Feline. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Meow is all I have to say. (laughs) What if we learned that that was actually like her birth certificate? Like the name her (laughs) parents. You can change it these days. It might (laughs) be that way. Like, no, but I mean, like she was born. born I know what you're saying. Felicity Feline. Yeah. Her, par- her um, parents were the felines, and then yeah. her parents were Mr. like Mr. and Mrs. Feline. Yeah, Felicity. It kind of sounds yeah. like Stanley-ish. <laughs> yeah, we like alliteration in our family. Yeah. Um, the whole time I'm watching this, like honestly, five minutes in, and I wrote down the note: 
doesn't Danzig have more money than this? Like, <laughs> no, he does not. <laughs> apparently not. I just, I guess I assumed he was like a very wealthy guy. He's been yeah. in his music career for like 50 years. Like people know who he is. Yeah. He has more, he has more money. I think he just doesn't have the talent because there is like strange amounts of money you see thrown about like in the first, in the first story, which is the jet in the albino spider which makes no sense and no it was silver it wasn't even up it was like it was like silver surfer spider yeah yeah it, and what? like what made him a spider right? who n- nobody knows but yeah uh, there's a scene where Dejet goes into a movie theater and it's like obviously a set so like he had yeah. he had money mm-hmm. to rent a big giant set a street set mm-hmm. to film her going in and then rented some sort of theater and you wonder though if it was a situation where like one of the ac- that was the one where they're all doing the really awful french accents mm-hmm. right and like you wonder if one of the performers just happened to also be in a stage show you know what i mean and right. they were able to go get that one like singular shot because it really was just one little small location yeah. right mm-hmm. um but Oh boy! Even just starting that one, like before the whole thing happens with the, even before you you catch wind of the, of the the eyeball nipples, um, <laughs> that was has got to probably like this needs to be put to writing somewhere. I think that that wins the award for least erotic blowjob in history. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like it just everything about it was like. This sucks. Yeah. This sucks. But then Nothing he told her to stop good. too. So I was like, yeah, this is just doesn't like, but we already talked about this before we started recording. I was like, this movie, this scene, there's so many things that just don't make sense. Like mm-hmm. nothing was done with those eyeball nipples either. No, that, and even when, and Kate was watching this with me and she lasted about 15 minutes and then just started playing games on her phone. Sure. But we were watching at the beginning and this was a quote from her. After that, she kind of, you know, comes and then they start like making out or whatever. Um, and and they're all confused about how foreplay works. But they she goes <laughs> like, you know, because you kind of see like the top of her head, like she's supposed to be going down on him. And then you come up and his pants are on. She goes, where does Dick go? <laughs> like, where, did he just have it poked out of his fly? Like what? what is happening? Yeah, yeah. It was just he just put it away. He was like, "Not good enough. Yeah. Let's make out." He just has a tiny little robin egg, and it, it just she just <laughs> robin egg. Yeah. It booped yeah. right on yeah, in. Booped right back I in. I guess so. It's, oh. And it's it, it, like this. That's the whole thing of the these stories. They're so baffling in that. So it starts with her blowing the guy, and then mm-hmm. they start making out, and then she tries to he tries to take her shirt off. And she yeah. doesn't want that because she has nipple eyes. Why she has nipple yeah. eyes, we don't know. But no. if you're a person with nipple eyes and you don't <laughs> right. want people to see your nipple now, eyes. Yeah. So let's be clear. Not nipple. It's it's eye nipples. Eye nipples. Yeah. Nipple eyes would be you have nipples for eyes. Right, right, she right, has right. eyeballs for nipples. Steve My, bad. Shit together. My bad. My I know bad. you're not a doctor, Steve. But I'm I just want to no. clarify that. Yeah. No. I like how that's a doctor term too, guys. Yeah. Let's be real. It, we read reread that in medical school, guys. I was pre med. Right. I'm just saying. Right. No, I wasn't. It was <laughs> okay. Her eye nipples. If you're a person yeah, with yeah. eye nipples, like, yeah. why wouldn't you put like pasties over them, or just wear a couple layers? Yeah. She's just wearing like she's just wearing like a thin 
tank top. And then she has these monstrous boobs with a thin tank top. And then she's like, oh, no. He wants to see my boobs. Why do guys always want to see my boobs when we have sex? I know. Like, she she's unprepared, and because later on she goes like, "It happened again." And it's like, <laughs> it, right? What? It's, it's happened previously hmm. that somebody wanted to see your giant boobs. Like it's <laughs> surprise, sex. surprise. Yeah, yeah. It always happens. I start blowing a guy in my thin tank top, and then he wants to see my boobs, like we're dating or something. <laughs> It doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't sense. make any sense. Put a layer on, you know? No. Put the old prison armor on. Put Duct your grandma's sweater books. on, guys. And then he leaves, which caused her eye nipples to cry. And somehow <laughs> that turns a spider into a monster. Yeah, yeah. Into into Goro from the Mortal Kombat film. It is Goro, and I wrote that down yeah, as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, uh, her, mine were, her tits are crying. It landed on a silver spider, turns into Goro, but Goro from Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the least intimidating thing. And it's just because, again, Danzig did the cinematography, so mm-hmm. he has no idea how to use shadows to obscure and hide all the wrong and broken things about his mm-hmm. effect. It's just, it's terrible. It's all on full display. Yeah. Like, it might as well be in, like, fluorescent office lighting. Yeah. Like, you can just see everything. And and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, like, disparage, like, the looks of the women. But, like, he mm-hmm. does some terrible close-up work on them that mm-hmm. does not hide, like, any of their, like, you can just tell they have makeup caked on and is yeah. hiding, like, a lot of flaws. And, like, he doesn't try to, like, soften that at all. Like with because no. the, the lighting is so harsh, it, yeah, it, it's all in, all on full display, and it's like I'm sorry, he's not making you look good at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> Every single thing he does, yeah, is just like if he would have done no lighting, I feel like it would have been more successful. Guys, yeah. I have something to say it, it, that like uh, yeah. Uh, I was going to add, though, like with the cinematography was that like I there's so many it like felt so awkward, like, even just talking about those like close ups, but also even scenes lasting longer. Like you just need to cut that five, five to ten seconds quicker because they're clearly just waiting for you to cut the scene. Mm-hmm. And then also the weird zooms yeah. in and out. I was just like, no, like this is not how cinematography works. Like I'm not I don't do films to work, but I know enough to know that that's not what you do oh yeah well everything was just maximum padding too Mm -hmm. like they try they really he really wanted to make this feature length and so there are so many shots that are like that was four times longer than it should have been and -hmm. that's what happens when you find out your script has no stories like it like you have to just sit on shots for you know minutes at a time there's there's one in this one that we're talking about right now with the jet and the spider-man and mm-hmm. the at the end, the cops figure out somehow. I don't know. The cops are amazing in the in the in this movie. They just figure things out. They, like, well, they yeah. just they just somehow know how to do a job. At least in the first one. Uh, yeah, I do have other comments for the other yeah. ones. But the first <laughs> one, they're just like, yes, we're going to be restrained here now and not shoot you. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. But that was yeah. But I no. mean, they just figure it out. But like in that in that sequence. The cops are, they have the guns aimed at the Spider-Man and the Spider-Man, like it cuts to a shot that is very obviously like 
the actor waiting for his cue. Mm-hmm. And, then, this, yeah. and then they and they say action and then he runs at the camera so you get like yeah. a full two or three seconds of him just standing there waiting yeah. to be told to move and then he moves and then the cops yeah. shoot him yeah. and it's just like oh my god well they just kept so many dumb things in like not even just like the the spider you know like like all the dumb lines that i i feel like were maybe might have been like ad-libbed that they just kept in because they don't make any damn sense. Right. Like uh, I wrote down the spider guy is the bad guy. <laughs> and there's also um, when inexplicably the woman who has the crying boobs, who is ultimately responsible for the spider guy, but only when she's sleeping, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. or sometimes when she's not sleeping. It also felt inconsistent in terms of what she does that um, because like it, it was almost this like Freddy ish thing where she had to mm-hmm. stay awake or else he would be able to murder while she's sleeping. Right. Mm-hmm. But then there was another time where like. It didn't happen till she woke up, I thought. No, well, that's the thing is I think that's like one of the definitely biggest flaws of this, too, is that you you know she's sleeping, but you don't know she's sleeping because there's no indicators that she went to sleep. It's just mm-hmm. she, yeah. like at one point you like you could clearly tell she's so tired that she probably just passed out, but you don't see her pass out. Yeah, there was like like the one the one that sticks out in my well, that and, and the really stupid line that comes along with it. I was unsure of what was happening is when she went to sleep at the movie theater and I was like, okay, so she went to the movies like a, like a, like a midnight showing of some, you know, movie with a bunch of perverts. I assume it was like a porno or something because she had to stay awake. Right. But then she promptly falls asleep as soon as she gets there. And then all the weird rapey creeps at the, at the theater, like start like, like they're gonna, assault her but she's just sleeping and i would be like hey theater rapist like that's not how sleep works you know what i mean like they were like are you sure she's sleeping i'm like she's gonna wait are you gonna touch her that's she's gonna wake up right she's not dead (laughs) yeah she's not you didn't drug her did you like what like you guys are ineffective yeah I, i almost had the thought that that was the like almost mild embodiment of that spider but like because she's sleeping, so he can pretty much do whatever. So that's kind of like him confirming she's asleep so he can go kill. I don't, don't know. Don't, so again, don't try I'm to read probably, too much. No. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely creating more plot than exists. Yeah. 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 I, I, but the line of that scene was definitely when she just like wakes up and is like, what are you guys doing? Fuck off. And then they all act like they're going to like, a t- like they're acting in a very sinister way. Mm-hmm. But then she just gets up and walks away. And the one guy goes... <laughs> Hey, you come back. <laughs> and it's like their feet are glued to the ground. Yeah. Like I just didn't know. Well, it was such a strange the, scene. Even better. Even better is after that. Another guy says, say la vie. As oh, in, yeah. As in, <laughs> as in, it's like, ah, you rape some, you lose some. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, my really, God. Like, <laughs> were you guys there oh to rape God. people? Yeah. Like, I don't understand what they were trying to accomplish. It it was like it didn't make any sense. They they and I feel like those three guys embody Danzig more than anything mm-hmm. because they just saw a chick and yeah. they're like, "That's so fucking hot." A chick came into our pervert theater. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, fuck let's, yeah. Let's, let's see if she wants to make out. Dude, her beds are oh, her boobs sleeping? are so big. What what if we grab one? 
Yeah, he's just like such a fucking 12 year old. Like, it's just, it's like this weird, like, teen jockey ment- angsty mentality. Yeah. I don't know. I feel, it just doesn't make any fucking I sense. I feel like. I have after- a serious question, yeah. though. Um, if you, like, grabbed her boob, could you, like, possibly poke her eye nipple? Probably. I would assume so, yeah. yeah. I yeah, just you like, be careful. I feel like, well, I, I don't know. I'm now thinking through what could happen because that sounds more interesting than what's actually going on. Yeah, that would have been way better. Mm-hmm. Like, that would have been way better. Yeah. Then like it would have been like a weird anime, but like, instead it was just boring as fuck. Yeah. He like stooges that shit before that guy <laughs> left in the beginning. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's, 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 this, all of these feel like Glenn Danzig has never been laid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it does. What do you think nipples seems... look like? Eyes. Eyeballs. Well, well, I do think that like, I, I couldn't help but think every time I saw like all of these like Eastern European like porn actresses doing the worst French accents I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> like literally my children could do better French accents. I thought to myself, was this entire thing just a huge elaborate like ploy for Glenn Danzig to get HJs from porn stars. Like, was that this whole thing? I'm not. I'm not. Probably. I'm not ruling it out. Like, yeah. At all. Doesn't it feel <laughs> it like does. that? It feels yeah. like this big. Like he just created this big, weird, awful vanity project just so he could like finally get laid. Like hang out with <laughs> yeah Eastern European porn stars. Because there's just because it, it's not just that he hired a couple porn stars. It's it's that he hired all porn stars and all yeah. dancers or somebody in the entertainment adult entertainment and yeah even the dudes all the dudes you can tell are also from that scene I feel like Pro- probably there there's one that is yeah. there's one that is isn't we'll get to are we are we pretty much saying that he's a pimp yeah there was one guy who is the waiter or something okay that that comes yeah, up that dude doesn't with the neck tattoo that like popped up above his collar and he was trying to be like this fancy waiter or something yeah. and he was like stay home somewhere out there is the neck breaker oh. and like <laughs> the way he's talking it like at first i his like jaw was wired shut almost yeah. and i was like is this a choice but then he gave up on that and then he went in and out of a French accent four times in the same sentence. It was that was honestly maybe the most memorable moment of the movie to me is that fucking waiter who comes up and is just like it was his first time on camera. It just reminded me of like when I worked at the comedy club and we would do like um, like open mic, you know, mm. nights or whatever where people would come up and just do five minutes. And it was like amateur, you know, like amateur night kind of thing. And. Some people were good, some people were terrible, but inevitably there would be one person that just walked up there and just like bombed incredibly hard and it was like <laughs> the cringiest thing you've ever seen. That was him. Like, yeah. but in a movie. Right. He made and the and the shot made the final cut. He's gonna do I'm gonna do my French character now. And then it just Oh man. Sucks. Yeah. It was tough. But I mean they, yeah, they're all terrible. So it like it's He's padded at least in the fact that everybody else is fucking awful. Like mm-hmm. her, her next door neighbor is. She has a scene where like she's going through her fridge, and she says "milk in beer," but says it in thirty different syllables. It's mm-hmm. like, should I have milk or should I have beer? And it's like, Jesus, what the fuck have you ever acted in? Yeah. Yeah, it literally was like... I feel like like, that was actually a pretty good Swedish accent. (laughs) Kate Kate was like... Kate caught that 
she, again, she wasn't even paying attention by this point, but she caught that line mm-hmm. and she actually said out loud, what the fuck did she just say? <laughs> she actually said that out loud during that time. And I was like, I think she said milk or beer because she thought she said something completely different. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that it stuck. It did. It stuck out like a sore thumb. Yeah. I, at this point, my, you know, we talked about a lot of, you know, my notes up to this point, but I, I just did land on this that I wrote and I don't even remember typing this, but the wraparound, you know, cause basically we're getting to the end of the, the, the first one, which is the fucking spider, mm-hmm. but you know, they just fucking shoot him and that's the end of it right. pretty much. Right. That, that, that's, it's dumb as hell. She, she, um, she takes pills to kill herself, but somehow he still is, for, has form and then they shoot him yeah. to kill him. And it's just like, ugh. and also why the yeah. fuck, uh, sorry to cut you off, Brian, cause I know you're a middle son, but like, no, no. Why the no. fuck? If her problem was always that men were leaving her, why was the spider's intention to always, like, essentially rape and kill women? Yeah. Like, why? Yeah, why wouldn't it? Why wasn't it guys? Yeah. Why you know, didn't, why, why didn't or, it kill the guys in the theater? Why didn't, like, yeah. what the fuck? That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. And then it never boy. But just why is that her subconscious? <laughs> Yeah. Maybe she's a horny boy. <laughs> well, maybe, but, but like, what is, or like, did she have some sort of connection to the to spider, it. or the spider was. Yeah, like, yeah. Because the, the, maybe the spider. Maybe this is what got cut out. Maybe it's the eyeballs no. on her nibbler actually. <laughs> no, this wasn't cut out because it was laid out in the most expository no. way. I love how Meg spider... is trying so hard to make this make even a scrap of sense, and it's impossible. Yeah. The spider. And Steve's like, don't even no. try. Well, because, well, no, it's nothing that was cut out. It was expository dialogue by the spider. He's holding her by the head, and he's like, yes, I am your subconscious. I am here to do the things <laughs> well, you cannot I'm saying <laughs> is that we didn't understand what was up with the eyeballs and what I'm saying is that maybe it was some curse down the road that her eyeballs are actually like horny boy <laughs> you want the eyeballs to be a bigger part of the story I and they play so almost no purpose badly yeah. want them to yeah. be part of this go back well, and read I mean the comic like when something... <laughs> yeah. you have to Whatever. have the source material Meg <laughs> send um, it to me I don't I maybe even worse than than like they're all bad all three of the stories are bad but the wraparound was the laziest it started out you know when you got introduced to the wraparound character which is just like again oh dancing like hot girl saying spooky stuff and she sticks her fingers in the one girl's eyes I was like, oh, all right, this is going to get, maybe this is going to be fucking wild. No, that was literally the high point of the movie in the first 10 seconds. And then the rest of the wraparound part was just so fucking bad. Like the lines weren't, they weren't even like corny, campy funny. They were just so douchey. And and she, like this movie, I think in 10, 20 years from now is going to be really funny. Mm -hmm. But right now it, it's just so cringy mm-hmm. and i wrote this is literally what i wrote wrote i don't even remember typing this this is just i was just in a you blind rage out. at this point <laughs> i said the wraparound fucking sucks an idiot new jersey meathead with napoleon complex definitely is responsible like you can tell he's fucking dumb <laughs> that's what i wrote <laughs> Like you could just tell from the lines, yeah. he's fucking stupid. And like you're saying, so like usually, like we would think this character it would be like some sort of crypt keeper 
or John Carpenter yeah. and Barty Bags, and like they would have like a catch line or a phrase or something. But like Mm-mm. she doesn't say anything entertaining or amusing, really. She she says darklings or something yeah. like that. Ugh. And I was like dark, like darkling duck. Like I was like, <laughs> well, all I could think of is dark. Every time she said darkling, I was like, she. Anyway, yeah, she, that's just my. She's like Lady Gaga with a head trauma, <laughs> but, but like <laughs> yeah. she doesn't even introduce the the next story in an interesting way. She's just like, no, okay, now here's time for the movie. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if honestly he was like, I shot this scene, or I shot these three movies, and uh, boy, I'm pretty sure I got all the hand jobs I need. <laughs> Wait a second. Who's that girl? <laughs> Maybe I can get a hand job from her. Let's come up. Oh, yeah, she can be the wraparound. See, I feel in more ways than see, one. I'm pretty sure this actress is yeah. Kate and Cross. So she would be the most famous of all of these adult okay. performers. I didn't recognize so her. she's probably the one that denied him the most. Yeah. And she's yeah, like, that I'm not doing that. I'm just here to do your <laughs> fucking stupid movie. She definitely has the Yinzer accent too. Give me $250 in a sandwich. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. I can't do, I can't do Jersey at the moment. <laughs> yeah. I only have one accent at the moment, but like yeah. she, she was just like, I'm here to do your stupid movie. <laughs> I'm not here yeah. to jerk you off. You little short bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, listen, I haven't been to a, that many strip clubs normally not my scene i have i have been but in the instances that i have been at strip clubs typically there are not like four times more strippers than patrons yeah usually not no (laughs) (laughs) like there were three guys in the club and eight strippers and again this is just (laughs) symptomatic of uh, this is just supporting our theory i've been to one strip club where it was even and that is, oh, yeah. and it's not a strip club you'd want to go to. So, <laughs> right, right, it, they're outside handing out flyers. Yeah, like it was yeah. bad. Um, I did very much appreciate that there was a gentleman who was a patron of this strip club who had a cowboy hat on that just said "fuck." Yeah, <laughs> it was like a, it was like one of those. It was like that those big like chalices you get for like bachelorette parties that just says like bitch on it or something Mm -hmm. but instead he took that like little sign off and just put it perched it on the bill of his cowboy hat and it just said fuck (laughs) (laughs) like this is uh, good set dressing it makes him a character that's a like that's a joke (laughs) you know what i mean like if you saw that and if that was in uh 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 fucking um what's the santa claus uh, santa claus movie with bill goldberg in the strip club santa sleigh uh Santa Sleigh. I was going to say Santa Santa Claus, right. like C L A W S, but that's a different one. Santa Sleigh. If one of the guys in that strip club just had a cowboy hat that said "fuck" on it, I'd be like, "Oh, that's that's funny. Yeah. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's funny." Yeah. I think that Glenn Danzig honestly was like, "Oh man, how, how what's the edgiest hat somebody could wear?" <laughs> <laughs> he, you know what I mean? He, he was probably looking for somebody who had a tattoo that said "fuck." Because he thought yeah. that would be the most edgy, but he couldn't find yeah. that. So he's like, well, we got to put it on somewhere. Let's put it on his hat. And, and yeah, then he announced make- it. He's he's a real bad motherfucker because he's got a fuck hat. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to make that's going to make some teachers really mad. Um, the uh, the detective right after this, too, the detective's voice 
is wild. It's like it a Christian bale. Yeah. That guy rules. <laughs> I don't know what this is, but he rules. <laughs> yeah, he's just going. I mean, I get it. They're trying to do like the 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 comic booky cartoony you know, uh, uh, if, if you, uh, graphic novel film the war right. thing, but if you remember yeah. like Max Payne, the video game, like, mm-hmm. he, like his voiceover is very close to that. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, you fucking, I scum of the city. Yeah. But it's so like it, it, they're going that direction, but only in certain, certain small ways. Mm-hmm. And it's not even nearly stylized enough. Well, no, because it's poorly that, written. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's nothing that communicates that. So it's like you feel bad for the guy because like he obviously got a little bit of direction and was like, all right, I'm going to do this kind of like gruff, grizzled, film noir type of mm-hmm. cop. But nothing else in the scene supports it. So it just seems like he's off base. Mm-hmm. But he was probably directed to do that. Yeah. Right. Well, you know? and that's why I said like the grizzly comic because I feel like like we were talking about it's like poorly written, it's fucking terrible. But like, I feel like it'd be like one of those situations. When I'm thinking about how it was like written. You're like, you have grizzly in here ten times. Do you want me to say it again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, get, do it. Somebody, somebody was I told like, you to do it. Somebody was like, at that moment, brought out their their notes and their phone and came up with an idea. It was like, oh god, an I Christmas idea for for Glenn. And they just typed in thesaurus. Get, get <laughs> yeah. Glenn a thesaurus. Um, the uh, still on its way this from was Amazon. Another note that, this was another note that I that I just again I don't even remember writing. It's I can't decide whether he did a worse job of writing or directing. <laughs> <laughs> like both were equally unbelievably bad. At, at least yeah. at this point in my watching experience, I, I feel like it's got to be writing is worse. Because yeah, like directing, right. like directing, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yeah. because like mm-hmm. the actors he worked with weren't good. So you weren't going to pull yeah. good performances out of, right. you know, Cheska from <laughs> Slovenia. Like you weren't <laughs> yeah. going to get magic out of her. So like yeah. it's definitely writing because like he did that yeah. on his own. Nobody like he he nobody helped him. And so that's yeah. all on him. I, and I wrote that comment, I'm going to guess, about 30 seconds into the second of the third, mo- <laughs> um, you know, segments. Um, and once I got, especially to the third segment, it was very clear the writing was as inept as any writing could be. Um, if you just had people, if you just gave them a, a rough outline of what they were supposed to accomplish in that scene and let them just ad lib it, it probably would have been better. Yeah, yeah, probably. He, uh... I like... I, I do like that the cop's first line of dialogue when he's being told uh, that he's being told somebody there's another victim having their face removed just, mm-hmm. just for the audience. The, the, the whole the whole portion of the second film is there's a woman removing faces and then wearing the faces and then going to strip clubs. Yep. That's, mm-hmm. that's the whole yeah she's a stripper she's the mystery girl yeah. and she wears like she's kind of a sexy, half mask she's seductive she's strange she's strange she hides sar- scars <laughs> behind her eyes too boom yeah. all right she wears people's, it, guys. other people's faces on on stage she kind of yeah. has this like yeah scorpion sub-zero ass mm. looking like yeah. thing over her face but it, the cop's first line of dialogue being told about another victim is he just goes nice <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I that's thought you were a, also going to add is that he's like, there's your motive. They want her face. Oh, yeah. That, yeah I was that's, like, that's wow. the end of the same okay. dialogue block. He's like, well, there you go. Yeah. They wanted a face. <laughs> I like, yeah. And then I like at one point, it's like they had killed, I think they said like 13 people. And then they're like, that's when they figured out it was a pattern. Right. <laughs> it took 13 murders. Um, yeah. Up to that yeah, point, a why are all these faces missing? Why are all these faces missing? Yeah. Oh, number 11, yeah. number 12. Ah, nice. She wanted a face. <laughs> I get it. Oh, it's a face thing. It's a face thing. Um, <laughs> These are really good cops, guys. I, I like when the when uh, the 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 mystery, you know, the the villain goes to uh, again take off another, um, you know, nameless woman's face, and she goes, "Now I'm gonna take your face," and the woman goes, "My face? No. <laughs> My face? My face? No." I um, so the best acting yeah. comes in this uh, in this story though, and the best acting is when you're in the strip club with the strippers, because they look completely disinterested, and that's mm -hmm. real. Yeah. <laughs> strippers are yeah, disinterested while they're at strip oh club. Generally God. speaking, yeah, yeah, that was the only part that felt even remotely real. They yeah. don't want to be in this movie. They don't want to be at strip clubs. They don't want to be around the men they're around. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to give hand jobs yeah. to Danzig. So no. the, that's no. that's about the realest, you know, that's the realest you get. Um the mystery woman is hilarious though because yeah, yeah. she come her dancing is awesome. Her dancing is essentially flailing a cape like she's having a tantrum. She I said she she looks like that like TikTok video of like all like the digigoths under the bridge yeah, doing yeah. that sweet like dance. <laughs> uh, it warms my heart how much you're referencing TikTok videos these days. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think that was a YouTube video from like 12 years ago. Oh, where they're just like... It's a classic. Yeah, that's a classic one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they put it to like yeah. Christmas music. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anywho. But like she, she... I don't understand why they keep hiring her because she loses customers. And she mm -hmm. doesn't dance for that long. She dances for half a song, loses customers, and then marches out like Macho Man Randy Savage holding her cape well, yeah, wide she's, open. She's, <laughs> she well, they said she's, the shit she's out of seductive. Them? You know, that yeah. mystery is just so seductive, Steve. You know, stop <laughs> asking questions. There was a guy up there. Yeah, there was a guy up there that's like just throwing bunches of money and just big wads of money. She goes upstairs in the eye, he leaves. They're like, yeah, fuck yeah, mystery girl, you did it again. Scared off another bank customer. The club owner is like, yeah, she's so strange, she cost me money. Yeah. <laughs> she makes customers leave because she's weird. Mystery girl, I'll never figure you out. You're a mystery, but God, I love you. <laughs> I'd fire you if you didn't make such good shrimp scampi for the buffet. <laughs> um, I, did you notice when oh she was actually God. cutting off one of the faces, um, the shot, like the image started doing this weird like flexing, like bending mm -hmm. thing? Was that was mm. that just me? No, or that's, did you not, notice no that? that's not just you. That is that is applying the warp stabilizer to your camera mm. because somebody jostled the camera while they were filming so oh, they implored Jesus. i knew it had yeah. to be something fucking terrible yeah. like that yep. yeah yeah danzig bumped into the cameraman while he was shooting was like what the fuck dude pushing <laughs> let me see what you're shooting he's like let me see that's fucking hilarious watch where you're going bro <laughs> shove the yeah. cameraman while he's shooting him. get the fuck out of the yeah. way i'm trying to see this fucking boobs are big <laughs> 
if you get in front of my fucking big boob looks, if this is time for me to look at big boobs, if you interfere with my big boob looking time one more time, oh I'm maybe zero out of the bottom of your fucking skull. This is, this is the hottest fucking moment. She's cutting her face off, but her boobs are still big. What the fuck are you doing in my way, stupid? Actually, this is boner that hit the camera, guys. What are you even doing with a camera in here? Glenn, we're shooting your movie. What movie? What movie? The movie that you're using to get free hand jobs. Oh, shit. Yeah, shut oh, yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't keep know, that on the DL. Actually... <laughs> Mum's the word. Um, I'm just going to yes. assume, I don't know if you're in me, I think he just had a boner and it hit the camera. That's also possible. <laughs> there is 0% chance Glenn Danzig's boner is doing any type of jostling of anything. Um, there was also a quote, apparently, at some point. I don't even remember who says it, but I wrote down, you stupid jerk. Yeah. Quote, yeah. you stupid jerk. I think, I don't I think even it know was with the that. strippers. Like, when the cop bo- uh, when the cop busts into the strip club and goes mm-hmm. backstage, oh, I'm pretty sure yes. one of the strippers calls him a stupid jerk. But there's also one of my other favorite lines from this, which is, the stripper is, she goes, you're all bark when all you want is some free sex. Because that's the same. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you just want to come in here and do free sex yeah. on us. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's, that classic that, Teddy Roosevelt quote, yeah, yeah. you're all bark when yeah. all you want is some free sex. <laughs> yeah. I... Uh, talk sadly, but carry a big bark. <laughs> um, I like how then they, they said uh, it, it, it jumps to six months later. Yeah. And then nothing happens. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's just dancing again with gunshot wounds. <laughs> Poorly yeah. applied. So, yeah. so there was a cameo in this story. And I don't know if you guys picked up on it. I feel like you didn't because you would have brought it up. There mm-hmm. was an adult performer. Uh, when the cop confronts the bouncer, do you guys know who the bouncer cop? was? Cop, uh, the bouncer. I'm trying to remember the bouncer. Oh, there's an, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, hold so on. So he's an adult performer. He was in the film One Night in China. That would be. It's not Xbox. It is Xbox. Is it? That is. <laughs> oh, God damn it. It was Xbox. <laughs> that is Xbox, the one, two, three kid. Ex- the bouncer. The fucking one, two, three kid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hold on. I got to look up. I got to look this up. Sean Waltman? Yeah. That's his real name. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, and uh, I mean, obvi- bouncer. Obviously, not the worst performance because, you know, he has some acting skills. <laughs> I am trying to look this up where I need to see a picture of this. I'm hold I'm I'm just derailing everything because I need to see a picture of this. <laughs> what the fuck? How did I miss that? I mean, I know he doesn't look anything like he used to when he wrestles right. now, because I have seen pictures of him. Ah fuck, I can't find it. And listen, I'm not going back and starting this movie again. <laughs> but uh I do like the idea of the uh the, the baby faced uh you know mid nineties one two three kid in a Glenn Danzig fucking pseudo porno film. Yeah. Do you think they're buds? Like it feels uh, like they would be buds. Uh, I I hope not. I yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they were. But like I feel like Danzig doesn't watch wrestling. Cuz if Danzig watched wrestling, he would be way more involved. You know what though? I bet here's what I bet happened. He was like I need a badass bouncer from my movie. Yeah. 
who's more badass than wrestlers? Because he thinks it's real. (laughs) (laughs) He goes like, who beats people's ass all the time? And they're like, He's just calling him X-Pac like the entire time too. Maybe. He thinks it's his, yeah, yeah. He called him (laughs) X-Pac the whole time. Or he called him one, two, three. (laughs) Or he called him six because he was a WCW guy. (laughs) (laughs) X-Pac, act better. <laughs> Do better acting. <laughs> Just sitting there eating gobble yeah. <laughs> That's going to be the funniest image. Is just dancing. He's just sticking a wad of salami yeah. in his mouth. Hey, X Fuck. Do better acting. Because you know, he also, like, he he isn't dressed like a director. Like, he isn't wearing mm. a suit to set like Sam Raimi. He isn't, you know, no. he isn't just dressed. No, he's wearing a mesh tank yeah, top. Yeah, exactly. He's got a mesh tank <laughs> yeah. top and leather Fi- pants, and he's sitting oh in the God. chair putting Guys, cold cuts in his face. the proper term is called fishnet. I was going to say fishnet tank fish top. Net. Yeah, fishnet tank top eating, eating tepanade with his fingers yeah. like a fucking just animal. Jamming fucking cold cuts in his face. He's like, act better. Do hot. Do better acting. Yeah. Bring the mortad. Hey, who got the mortadel? Bring mortadel. the mortadel over here. <laughs> who got the capicol? Somebody bring over the fucking capicol. I'm starving over here. I'm fucking starving. <laughs> hey, that chick's face. It looks like capicol. <laughs> <laughs> it just turns into like this old, this old Italian uncle now. Do better acting. Jiggle your boobs more. <laughs> Hey, she, I don't think she can hear me. Tell her to jiggle her boobs. I don't think she can hear me. Did she get that note? I got a note. Her note, the note is her boobs should be bigger. Glenn, Glenn, we're shooting. We're shooting right now. Shooting what? Like he keeps forgetting he's making a movie. Roll the film. <laughs> There's no film in this camera. Well, can we do, can we do some can we do an instant replay? Can we get can we get that on a monitor? I got to see the instant replay on that. Everybody leave. I got to watch that back <laughs> by myself. Everybody leave. <laughs> oh. Hey, oh, you oh, got some it. fucking attitude on you. <laughs> I can't believe what you say to me. Oh my god! This is this is all devolved because we just don't want to talk about the last fucking part of this thing. You got some fucking attitude over there. I don't. I can't believe what you say. We just like cut it there. We just cut it there. Hey, I ain't no goddamn son of a bitch. <laughs> oh gosh! Oh Jesus oh, Christ! God damn, oh, Danzig! Um, God. Yeah. Dude, so we're into the third story. Good. I think that's the type of shit you gotta do live. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The third. The, it's just the whole. It's just us fr- like doing a terrible like uh, Italian New Jersey uncle and assuming it's like yeah, just pretending it's Glenn Danzig. Um, the last story is. Uh, there's almost nothing to talk about no. because we, you pretty much explained it already. Um, yeah, it's it's just uh, this, this woman. She's gonna stay. Uh, she's gonna stay young by bathing in the blood of virgins. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, and it's it's so it. funny because like they 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 have this giant like 
gothic tub that they built mm-hmm. and like it was so important that they had to credit the guy who built the tub at the opening of the film yeah. and i've seen better set pieces in people's home haunts yeah like it that's the thing it looked okay but you could tell they just spray painted the whole thing gold mm-hmm. like i have no doubt they put a lot of work into it right but i've seen better stuff when i worked at phantom or i mean uh all hollow weekends at cedar yeah. point we had better set pieces it kind of is <laughs> like you know when you see the pinterest like image of something and then you have the pinterest fail that's kind of what it what it was yeah yeah that's that's yeah it is and you know it's it was funny because oh i f- almost forgot about this um the woman uh who plays the like uh who, who i don't even remember what the character is that she plays but she's she's the fucking you know, count, uh, what do they keep calling countess. her? Not a countess. Yeah, yeah, yeah countess. countess. Is that what yeah, they're yeah. calling her? Contessa. Uh, Contessa, there you go. Contessa, that's right. They keep uh, barefoot Contessa. <laughs> so they uh, they keep saying, uh, she keeps saying Virgin instead of yeah. Virgin. No, I, <laughs> I, I like also just want to say that I love her fucking crown. That's the only thing I like about her. Mm-hmm. Like, I w- yeah. I w- like, I want that for, like, something. Yeah. I, I will wear it somewhere. <laughs> Like this one just was like he I I really thought he he thought this was going to be like this like really um, disturbing er dark erotic part of the movie Mm -hmm. like the whole first like 90 seconds is just the beginning of this nerd ass porno that never gets off the ground. Like they're all just dressed like knights and shit and they're saying sexy stuff, but nothing ever happens. Like everyone involved in that's like the writing of that scene definitely has a butt plug that has a Pikachu tail on it. <laughs> like it's just a bunch of fucking nerd ass idiots fucking trying to do a porno that never never lands in any way shape or form just just bathing in blood wiping blood on her face like we get it you know you're gonna do the face thing and you're gonna wipe blood on your face (laughs) and it's just like that that whole scene just lingers so long and this is where meg you pointed out like the camera zooming in and out like that Mm -hmm. happens so much they just think yeah okay well we're not gonna move the camera in any way we're just gonna zoom in well Mm -hmm. we need to pad out time so zoom out well, yeah. zoom back in. Well, and then also like the this weird like minimalist soundtrack or sometimes just like no backing track mm-hmm. at all really highlights the insanely bad like audio quality and sound design in general. Yeah. Like there's just I don't know if I can think of a movie that this besides something like Suburban Sasquatch where it's like the sound design, the camera, like the lighting, every single part of it is almost as bad as it can yeah. be. And, mm-hmm. and this is like, it happens twice in this section, but somebody bumps the mm-hmm. camera again. And again, and it is Danzig's boner. Right. What are we, we're talking about this. <laughs> and it, the, the one that is very clear that like, they only could get this one take is like, she's it's when she's getting into the tub and somebody bumps the camera as she's getting in the tub. And like, you can't call cut. Because, like, she's already got mm-hmm. blood on her, so they couldn't undo that, I guess. They already had an actress, yeah. like, in the tub, probably cold mm-hmm. for a half hour while they set up this dumb sure. shot. And they're like, "Yeah, well, I guess we just got to leave it in. And Danzig is, like, fucking bumping into the camera. That's why I think it was him who did it, because he wouldn't yeah. notice, and he wouldn't call cut on himself. He was just like, oh, yeah. somebody will p- fix that up in post. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he doesn't understand hey, what that right. means at all. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Um, 
the the they keep doing this this scene again several times it just loses any amount of effectiveness it would have had which it didn't mm-hmm. is lost because they do it over and over again where they're just like cutting the throats of virgins and bla- and and like bathing virgins. in the blood virgins. remember virgins. Pronounce, excuse it, me. pronounce it correctly <laughs> yeah excuse me virgins um and uh like the one it they execute the 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 effect okay i guess compared to the other one where they have the PSI turned up way too fucking high and it just sprays out at like 35 Dude, PSI. That shit cracked me up. It yeah. literally looked like the vomit, uh, like they like they only could afford like borrowing someone's yeah. like vomit machine yeah. that would usually be in your hand. That's on, what like, they put in her throat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that's what they put in her throat. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely what it was. They they just had the PSI turned up and it's like, oh, holy shit, you see the blood come out of that chick's neck. <laughs> holy shit, she said upside down. Somebody squeeze the boobs. Yeah. Um, it was seriously like there is it this whole this whole scene feels like it was shot at Phantom Fright Nights. Yeah. It is, it is just Heck so anyway. terrible. Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh my god. Oh, it was it was Eric from the Cinema Nine podcast, uh, Steve, that that said he was at the premiere in Chicago and that specifically like uh you know, or I don't know if he was talking around this scene specifically, but you know, he said that Danzig was there and told the audience he was surprised <laughs> that folks were laughing. What are you laughing at? This movie's what? fucking hot. What are you laughing at? Is it not horny enough for you? Did you see are all you... them boobs? What are you laughing at boobs for? What are you stupid? What are you a bunch of fucking quiz? You're not horny for boobs? <laughs> You don't like boobs and blood? What, what are you here for? Jesus. I like how he turned him into Gary Marshall. Yeah, it's just it's just the dumbest. Just find the dumbest voice. It's me, voice. Glenn Danzig. Yeah. Hey, it's me, Glenn Danzig. I'm here to sing some songs for you. You remember mother? <laughs> hey, you guys, uh, we are 138. You remember that one? Hey, everybody sing it if you know it. You know, under her black wings, it's like that time where the succubus comes down and you get under her black wings, she shields you from the world in the darkness and you see her big boobs. (laughs) The only thing I like, I love darkness. You know, you guys know me. I like darkness. But the only thing, and guys, it's kind of a problem for me in darkness. You can't see boobs in darkness. That's my only complaint about darkness. It's my only it complaint. It makes it hard to see boobs. You can still grab boobs, and that's great. <laughs> well, sometimes you can't even grab boobs. I don't even know where they're at. But how do you grab them if you can't see them to find them? <laughs> it's just he's by himself in a room yeah. eating, eating salami, saying all this. <laughs> I think we need more movies that have this type of stuff going on. Well, hopefully he'll crazy. get his werewolf movie off the fucking watch uh, uh, pad, and uh, that, you know, we can uh, we can all rewatch. Would it be that the and... same wolf that's in this last segment, or less like? Because that's I what no I kind of presume. He'd be like, "Get the wolf." 
<laughs> hey, yeah. remember that hey. dog we had? <laughs> Is he still available? He thinks it's like an original idea too. Yeah. <laughs> What's the where's the, who's the wolf guy? Is Joey Wolves? Go get Joey. Go get Joey Wolves. I'm bring his wolf back here. You see, um, it's interconnected because that wolf that was in the thing with the lady with the boobs is now in the werewolf movie with the werewolf with the boobs. It connects it. It's like a cinematic universe. Oh my Can god! We... Please, no one tell him about Sasquatch and the big boobs. Oh yeah! Don't ever let him see suburban Sasquatch. Oh, Forest so rides. Horny. Their boobs are huge. <laughs> um. <laughs> I like uh oh I I forgot this part. Did you guys mention or did you guys notice when uh when the girl's hanging upside down after she supposedly is oh. dead because they already drained her blood and for like 90 seconds and then some of the remaining blood yep. like runs out of her neck wound yeah. into her mouth and she kind of starts choking and <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. And they just keep it in the <laughs> movie. Just keep it in. Yep. <laughs> That was great. There, then a wolf comes again. I don't know why. Yeah, where uh, did they get a wolf? It. Why? Like, how could you afford I it? Why was it? Why would the actress be okay with like working and feeding it raw meat like that? Yeah, I have it a was feeling weird. that was like because Danzig was yeah. scarier. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, they shot this in like a warehouse in Budapest or something, and like I genuinely think this was just like if somebody. If one musician has a buddy that has a wolf pet, like a pet wolf, mm-hmm. it would be Glenn Danzig. Right. Yeah. That, you know yeah, what I mean? Completely believable. Yeah. So like he probably is like, we need a wolf. And they're like, we don't, we're not, we're not going to have a wolf. It's not safe to have a big ass wolf yeah, in here. Yeah. And he was like, hold on. I'll call Joey. Joey's got a wolf. I know <laughs> yeah. he does. It's at his mom's house. We just got to go pick him up. He's good. Yeah. There, there is a, so like this whole thing is just like, cobbled together scenes there's no story like there really isn't which is why we're not talking about one but there's one scene where you just start with a woman running through the woods and she's being chased by two guards and like this is probably the funniest thing to me in this uh part is the two guards are running and they they stop and they go stupid bitch (laughs) and then (laughs) and there's there is no way they were able to time this or whatever, but the camera loses focus immediately after that, like yeah. it, just for no reason. The camera just loses focus, and yeah. then the 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 actor says she's going this way, and it's like it's I such a weird happened. coincidence that like it, all of that technical bullshit, and it's just like uh, why is that? I think I think here's my theory, Glenn. That that wasn't even supposed to be. Like that line wasn't supposed to be in the movie. That yeah. was just Danzig yelling at one of the girls who wouldn't give him a hand job on the set while they were shooting, and then they had to like ad lib and shoot another little thing to make I, it. Yeah, it's ADR. Yeah. I honestly thought you were gonna say that maybe in that scene, that's when like Danzig's like, "Step over! I need to fucking man the camera now." Like he's just trying to take everything, so everything terrible is all of his fault. He's oh, yeah, just yeah. standing there, butt naked, with like, <laughs> it, like covered in fake blood. And he's like, all right, give me the camera. Do you think he has a tramp stamp that says, like, give me a hand job? So, like, any of these, like, naked. And so it's like anyone walking by, it's just yeah. like free advertisement or something. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised if Danzig has, like, a sleeveless shirt that has 
the man with an arrow pointed up to him and then the legend pointed down to his crotch. Like, oh my God. I yes. imagine he just wears that as like normal Whole food shopping wear. <laughs> he just That's what I'm saying in Fuck, Mary Kill. Yeah. He, there's probably something going on there, you know, like maybe. <laughs> He might be a little. I don't think he, I don't think he has like a though. big dick or anything. I just think he likes pointing at it and grabbing it and <laughs> thinking about sex all the time. It's like that's yeah. all he does. Yeah, <laughs> he's basically a fifteen-year-old, yeah, fucking jock from New Jersey. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I just put. You know, they had to get one more scene out of that bath. You know, set piece. Um. Did you guys a... catch the line? Like, this is probably we're obviously almost at the end, but did you catch the line when she was like? Let me suckle her sweet juice. Yeah. <laughs> she called, I was yeah. like, this is so uh, yeah. creepy uh, and weird. Uh. Yeah, that reminded me of the uh, the uh, episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force with like the onion spider guy in the juice. Attic. <laughs> juice. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I read a headline after the fact here that said, I think it was maybe it was bloody disgusting. I don't know. One of these one of these sites said, "Is Veronica the room of horror?" Yeah, and the answer is yes. It hundred percent is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I I only I only want to say that this is worse than the room, simply because like Danzig is there's there is definitely something menacing in the background of this with like mm-hmm. Dennis with Danzig just being like such a weird pervert. Yeah. Like, like the room is Tommy Wiseau thinking he's making a masterpiece mm-hmm. and just being so bizarrely weird and silly brained that, yeah. you know, he, he makes, yep. you know, that, that's like, a technical term for he's got yeah. whacked out, whacked out poo brains. I again, think again, I was, again, I wasn't a doctor. So silly brained <laughs> yeah. is how I go with it. But yeah, like, you're close. It's whacked out poo brains. But yeah. yeah, you're close. Yeah. Like yeah. Tommy Wiseau is so just wildly silly brained that he just mm. like and again read the book that was written by greg sestero it, mm. yeah, it's a fantastic read and it just like yeah. gets you more into like who tommy is mm-hmm. um but like you want to learn more about tommy and you kind of want to be his friend you want to hang around him you the more you watch this movie the less you want to be around danzig no and i already didn't want to be around danzig right. now like i don't even want to be in the same state as yeah. danzig yeah <laughs> This, yeah, this 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 brought up a, a fun game that I was kind of playing with myself that night uh, that came out weird. Interesting um, phrasing. <laughs> no, but <laughs> that came out strange. No, but this was a little bit of a game, a mental exercise, let's say, that I could think to myself, what kind of like the what would you do for a Klondike bar, but <laughs> what would you do to like what would you do to not have to watch this movie again Mm. like what is the most extreme thing that you would do rather than watch this movie again Mm. Mm. i put down that i would obtain moderate to severe ulcerative colitis (laughs) 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 i would i would take on the burden of moderate to severe ulcerative Mm. colitis I already have some sort of form of IBS, so that's not. Yeah. On the, yeah. Um, <laughs> what about? Would you? Would you be in a car accident, like a fender bender? Yeah. yeah. Like not your yeah. car. Oh but yeah, like, sure. Yeah. If I, if I don't have to pay for anything. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go ten miles pay. into a tree. I would even pay. <laughs> yeah, I'll go ten, 10 miles per hour into a tree. Yeah. Fuck yeah. 
I've always wanted. I'm that- saying that I would actually pay. It would be my car. That's fine. Oh yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't do that because because then it just becomes like a matter of cost. Like, <laughs> like if I get free rent, like if you said, would you rather be in a demolition derby at a county mm-hmm. fair? Like yeah. yeah, I'd rather do that than watch this movie again. Yeah. <laughs> would you? Would you? Like take a full on poke in the eye. Like someone yeah. give you a, like like just poke you right it, in one um, of your eyes. For me, it like depends hard. on the nail size, so I'm yeah. gonna say probably. Just there's no permanent damage right. to your vision. Just but just, I just like sad a, for a little while. Yeah, just like yeah. a like a full on Ric Flair or Roddy Piper thumb right in the yeah. eye. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. I might yeah, yeah, even yeah. let. I might. You know what? I'm gonna go a little extreme. I might even let someone like nick a little bit off my ear and then to like not watch again. <laughs> that's a, you know? that's a lot. But take yeah. a chunk that is out a of lot. your ear. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like take chunk the tip is too of your much. finger would... off? No. Nah. Okay. Yeah. nah. I need those. I don't really need my tops on my ears. You know nah, what I mean? But... That'll heal. Would you let someone just stand point blank range and just chuck a basketball off of you? <laughs> not like in the stand face. four feet. Not in the face. Not in the face. Um, yeah. But absolutely. it could be back of the head. Um, even still, um, yeah, back of the head. Okay. Uh, like I, a- yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like I set the bar high for myself now. So yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you were you went right into disfigurement. Yeah. yeah. See, like the way I'm waiting this, Brian, is like this yeah. movie's an hour and a half. So yeah, like yeah. I'm waiting. How long does the pain last? Like a basketball <laughs> to the back of the head is got to be yeah. under a half hour. But if it was in yeah. the face, that might break my nose, and like yeah. that's a whole ordeal for the day. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So like that's what if why you, like tweak. What if you like a tweaked your ankle? Like not full on sprained it, but like you know, uh, I hurt yeah, for a couple yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, like, <laughs> I'm just gonna always go to my default that I would I would watch this movie again, but only if I was on drugs. Mm. Yeah, like I'd probably yeah. have a lot of fun with it with a group of people taking shrimps. Uh, okay, could be, could be. Yeah, this movie definitely your mind needs to be altered in a pretty serious way. I, mm-hmm. I feel like even yeah. the last part is just so fucking boring. It really was so. That's the thing, and I wrote this in the notes. Is like, this is so fucking bad. But if it was like quick and paced, okay, I would have been like, okay, this was kind of an interesting watch just because of how bad it is. Yeah. But it's so fucking boring too. It's a it's a half hour of a porno that never fucking starts. Yeah. Like, I honestly, mm-hmm. I can't think of a worse movie. Yeah. Like honestly, like I this is not hyperbole. This might be the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah, and, and, and realistically, and, and, and the biggest failing is the fact that, that like there's no fucking story to any of it. Yeah, like at least like Suburban Sasquatch has a story, even as mm-hmm. sloppily and goofily as it's told. Yeah. You know, he, they have a vision, and like every other terrible film we've watched on this uh, so far, they have stories. They're trying to get somewhere. They have an A to B. There's mm-hmm. some sort of competence. There's no competence to this at all. Yeah. It's just it's just one fucking buffoon not being told no. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a great way of putting it. Is an absolute like an egomaniac fucking shithead that just no one ever said no to. Yeah. And Is he like, an only maybe, child? Might be. <laughs> he might be. I don't know that he's not. Well, this, this is like this reminds me of like, did you guys watch Corey Taylor's movie that came out last year? Mm, no, uh, I forget what it was called. It was uh, um, was it a shit. No, no, it was a horror movie. 
that that he I don't know if he wrote it or directed it, but he was like heavily involved. Bad candy. Uh, no, bad Rucker, candy. Yes. Was it? No, okay. it was bad candy. Okay. It was bad candy. Okay. Well, there's um, a, and he stars in a different one called Rucker. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. No, bad candy was was it, and I think it's on Tubi. Um, I don't I don't know if he was involved with it, but he was definitely. He felt like he was involved with it in some capacity. Like, it was bad. It was not a good movie. Um, but, like, it was competent enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think he's just the actor in Bad Candy. His oh, I thought he had something Chili to Billy do with Billy in it. That's funny. Yeah, he yeah. plays, like, a like a shock jock kind of wraparound, the wraparound kind of part of it or whatever. But it just, it reminds, I'm just like, I've seen so many of those kind of like almost, and I thought he was more involved with the making, so I might be totally off base. I mean, he but might be on any, there as like an executive producer, like right. everyone is, yeah. you know? But like any of these like musicians turned into horror kind of situate, you know, they try to make a horror movie. They're almost all terrible. Like there's mm-hmm. some like vanity involved with it, but like there's some redeeming quality. This is genuinely not only the worst of that ilk, but I, I really am struggling to, yeah, Fine. Besides, like that, maybe that. Oh, there's probably some Uva Bowl movies or something. Like this is no, right not even, there with it. Even his films, yeah. like as as cynical and like lazily made they are, they're just not worse than this. I yeah. I did figure out the fuck Mary kill though. Okay. Mm. When when uh, Brian, you were talking about other vanity projects like this, mm-hmm. the other most recent one that I could think of was Fred Durst's movie, The Fanatic. Oh, Jesus Christ, yes. Yeah. You know what? With um, fucking, uh, what's his name in it? Devin um, Sawa. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, it, it's, it's bad, but it's nowhere near like this level or Cradle of Fear, but it, yeah. it, it has a lot of vanity in it. There's like Limp Biscuit in the soundtrack, so, yeah. <laughs> but but that that's your fuck, Mary kill, Meg, is like, which of these auteurs, Danny Filth, <laughs> Fred Durst? Uh, no question, Mary Fred Durst. Um kill well wow. it's, and that's I'm, got that's also got john Tra- that's the one with john travolta right? yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. holy oh. shit yeah that, i just made the connection hmm. that that was the fred durst movie yeah yeah, yeah. i just I watched that. that like two weeks ago that movie was it fucking good? sucks no it's horrible it's terrible but i mean it's, it's better yeah. than I mean, this i'll watch it i'll watch it <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's it's it has parts that um, are worth okay so we're doing i think at this point oh man i'll kill danzig actually yeah yeah, and I'll uh, just fuck uh, what Danny Filth. Yeah, you're there gonna you go. fuck. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we're all gonna fuck Danny Filth. I get it. Because it would probably be kinky. You know, it would be yeah. fun. Right. You, you. Could you imagine living with Glenn Danzig? No. no. That's what I'm saying. You I mean, gotta if you're kill indicator right now of like your interaction. I mean, I could probably handle that. You know. Yeah. Except I would. Laugh. Kill, uh, well, it depends if he, you know, if he's got his fucking gabagoo guy. I can't. I can't uh, have somebody eating all my cold cuts. It's yeah. fucked up. What about this? A movie gl- directed by Glenn Danzig, starring Glenn Danzig, written by Glenn Danzig, called <laughs> Gabagool, but Gool is G H O U L. <laughs> Can we get a shirt made called says Gabagool? The Gabagool. <laughs> and the Danzig. Like Dash Danzig with the full devil lock. Oh my he's god. He's just sitting there. He's got just like grease stains all over his shirt. Oh my Dude. God. The Gabagool. The Dude. full Gabagool. <laughs> Beware. The Gabagool's oh. coming to get your fridge. <laughs> and he's going to raid your fridge. I'm the Gabagool. That's me. <laughs> Yeah. Surprise! I'm the Gabagool. It's Gabba me, Ghoul. Glenn. 
<laughs> it's me, Glenn, the Gabagool Danzig. Would you fucking believe this prosciutto was fourteen ninety nine a pound? That's insane. This is dog food. Fourteen ninety nine a pound. <laughs> Pimento loaf. Hey, oh, hey, what are you showing oh, me? Here? What I don't the want fuck? You guys got to do that. Uh, fuck Mary Kill though in the stories. We gotta we gotta get everyone else's input on it. Mm, yes, fuck Mary Kill once again. Let's review <clears throat> Glenn Danzig, Fred Durst. Send us in. <laughs> Danny Phil. Yeah. <laughs> He's the wild card there. Oh, <laughs> uh, do we have any final thoughts on this? You know, like I said, I've made I've made my piece. I genuinely think this is the worst movie I've ever seen. Not want to say the worst movie, the least enjoyable. I, I don't even know how to describe just it, it just was so fucking bad. Yeah. Like I've definitely, you know, you go watch fucking Microwave Massacre or something. Like they, there are really, really bad movies out there, but they're they're more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. This was horrible completely inept terribly made and also almost completely fu- i mean unwatchable really yeah yeah uh th- so. there's uh i mean there's charm to a lot of the other bad movies that are made yeah there's nothing yeah. charming about this it is not just, even remotely it is just obviously, that's a good way of putting it yeah it's just obviously one dude trying to see big boobs yeah you know hey, steve it, yeah yeah you didn't hurt me yeah <laughs> I got Brian good enough though. So. Oh my god! My yeah, god, you this made up rough. for both of us. I was like, that yeah. was rough. That one really stuck in my craw. <laughs> now I'm got, now I'm on a fucking mission. I don't even think like nine six four Pinocchio is not even is not is too good for you. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb next time. Uh, just so. Oh, have you seen? Uh, oh, uh, uh, what's it called? Oh, I have one. I have there, one that's really fucking I think there's unbelievably one, bad. Yeah, I think there's like one more, and uh, they might have just did it for uh, riff tracks or something. Yeah, there's one more out there that I think is worse that I haven't brought up. So, but it's in my back pocket. But maybe Brian knows. But yeah, this hmm. one was definitely like really low on my list of things to inflict. <laughs> have you seen <laughs> Flesh Blanket? Oh no. Okay, that's yeah. pretty fucking unbelievably bad. Okay, that's pretty unbelievably bad. Um, that's a two B watch. That was mm. the one I was just thinking of there. Um, yeah, I've got a couple, but even Flesh Blanket that might not that might be too good for you. You deserve worse. <laughs> um, all right, any final thoughts on this piece of shit? No, no. I'm I'm happy with what I've done, and uh... <laughs> you're happy with yourself. I'm pretty pleased. In the mirror. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. pleased. I, uh, you know, and again, if I win in June, we'll do we'll do something better. I have, yeah, yeah, I have some fun. When you say <laughs> better, you mean worse? No, 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 no. There's not like there's only one thing worse than that, and like I'll save that for a time after I go. If I don't win a bunch in a row, wow. Yeah. You that's know? nuclear option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I, it, it all, it, I have one sitting in my back pocket that's awful. Mm-hmm. But next okay. month, after I retain my championship with Monsters of the Deep, you know, hey, I'll. Uh, I mean, that's saying it wins. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. gonna win all out. I'm gonna win the poll. I'm gonna win the episode. <laughs> I like and you're then, manifesting well, for yourself. I yeah, see this victory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll Chaos watch. Magic. We'll watch something fun. Maybe mm-hmm. you know. Maybe we'll watch like Death Race 2050. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, remember, 
take a look on the social medias here in the coming days. Usually we post it in like a like a win like a Wednesday, like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday type situation. Uh, I can't stop doing that voice now. <laughs> Big top horror, <laughs> child's play slash Chucky. And Monsters from the Deep. You get to pick which of those returning previously failed topics get to rise from the ashes for our one-year anniversary show, you guys. I can't fucking believe it. Um, it's coming up on us here. Uh, we also have some other exciting news coming up here. We should probably do a save the date. We should probably at least do a save the date if anyone yeah. wants to come. Yeah, we're talking about doing a little live performance of the show uh, in the greater Pittsburgh area here and with more details to come. But what what's that date again, Meg? June 25th. We're talking about doing My June the 25th in, uh, <laughs> in the greater Pittsburgh area. So if you live in the western Pennsylvania area or, you know, you live anywhere in the world and you decide to fly in for this uh, monumentous occasion, we're going to be doing a live show uh, in Pittsburgh, which we will give you some more details on as they come we're also talking about doing some fun kind of collaboration mm, beers mm, mm, all types of fun stuff going as we spiral towards the intro to the intro to spooky season guys it's gonna be a big fucking spooky season for us this year again follow us on the social media so you can kind of keep up to date on all that stuff and you know just listen to the old damn podcast because we talk about that as well in there anyway guys for the Halloween is Forever crew, I'm Brian. I'm Megan. I'm the Gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bye. <laughs>